and welcome to Famicast 82, your Famicast for E3 2016. I'm your host, Danny Bivens, and we're starting off this way today because we've had a little bit of technical difficulties with the recording, but everything should be fine for now, so let's go ahead and get on to the rest of the episode. I'm here with James Charlton. I ain't getting on no plane to E3, fool. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of an expensive proposition to go just for a couple days from here. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> that's true. That's why we never play any first-party Nintendo games before they come out. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. And uh, also joining us here as well is Mr. Ty Shugert. Rip and tear until it is done. <laughs> yep. Chex Quest, 1995. Chex Quest, another classic that made it, its triumphant return to E3 this year. Oh, wait. No, it didn't. <laughs> Fake real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, also joining us is Cyrus Delaney, who decided to run away for a little bit. Um, when he gets over his technical <laughs> difficulties, he might actually join uh, the show again. But um, If he doesn't come in two minutes, I'm going to take over his place with my <laughs> highly accurate uh, Irish accent. You're from the same general vicinity. Right? <laughs> I, I accept that. I accept your, the replacement. You know, you have my blessing from America. Ah, to be sure, lads. <laughs> oh, there he is. Hi, Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have kind of an E3, well, not kind of. We have a, a huge E3-focused show for you guys here today. Uh, we're going to talk choo, about choo. a lot of the stuff that uh, went on at the show, uh, some of the stuff that, well, obviously Nintendo stuff. There's not much, but we're going to talk about the type of stuff that maybe kind of piqued our interest. And then maybe even talk a little bit about some non-Tendo stuff that we're probably kind of interested in as well. The mm-hmm. whole E3 gummit. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, yeah. Expect another eight hours of Famicast. We're going to go over everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that won't take eight hours then, will it, if it's a Nintendo show? Uh, if it's a Nintendo <laughs> 20 minutes later, we're done. See you guys. Yeah, yeah. Damn. So I figured let's just go ahead and just get things started off with the big one, the one that everybody pretty much cares about, and that's Zelda. Zelda will never be a girl. (laughs) Zelda never will be a girl. Sorry. James, how did your bingo sheet turn out? Oh, I should check that, yeah. Um, Yeah, I did did a very trolly last-minute... Well, I thought... (laughs) I usually do a bingo sheet, you know, I'd put... Well, half half thought, half trolling, but I kind of had to go full troll this year because knowing Nintendo only had one game to show, so I didn't really know what to do. So I just went, <laughs> you know, full troll on it. Yeah. Um, but you know, I probably hit some things in there, <laughs> even though I was trolling. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, like like I said, let's just go ahead and just kind of kick things off with Zelda. So. Essentially, the the biggest thing about E3 kind of kicked off uh, here the other day with the Legend of Zelda. Oh my God, uh, Breath, <laughs> not Breath of Fire. <laughs> Wind in the Willows. God. Stop you. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what? 
do you really not know wow. what it's called? It's called Breath of the Wild. Thank you very much. I had okay. the Japanese katakana stuck in my head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, breast, breast, <laughs> breast, of breast, of the, breast of the wild. <laughs> yeah, breasts of the wild. No THs here, guys. Um, okay. But yeah, Breath of the Wild was announced and shown off, and uh, I just let's just go around and just kind of talk about maybe what we thought about it. So. Okay. I guess well, just maybe I, from, from the from, I, yeah from the initial trailer, like what do you guys think? I, it was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Really pretty. Yeah, I was mm -hmm. hype. I was hyped from the trailer. Yeah, I, I was glad that they started the stream with the trailer. No, <laughs> no Pokemon bullshit. Well, they went straight to Pokemon bullshit after that, but you know, at least they started with the the Zelda thing, which is good. Yeah, it's pr it's pretty much what I was hoping it would be, which is good. Um, I, I from all from what little little we knew about it, um, you know, it was like massive open world and like you know you can. It was going to be, you know, true to the original and like, you know, lots more like an open world game where you can go anywhere you want. So I was kind of imagining like this huge open world and you kind of stumble upon like these little temples or shrines or something. And you just, mm -hmm. and there would be like loads of them dotted around. And that's exactly what they did. So I was, I was kind of hyped to hear that. Because um, uh, I guess, can, can we talk about that immediately? Like the shrines idea? Yeah, go for it. So like... They they do have traditional temples. We don't know how many there are. You know, let's just you know let's just say there's you know eight big temples. But there's I think they said the hundred uh, shrines. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I didn't hear that wrong, right? A hundred shrines, and these are like yeah, you'll stumble upon these kind of little stone yeah, just like yeah, like a mini kind of mini dungeon, I guess, or a mini shrine. And inside there'll be like you know just a couple of puzzles to to do, and then you'll get um you know, like a, either a weapon or an item or something to put towards getting an item. I think there were these, I, I saw part of the live stream that had like, had this orb and I knew that if you got three of those, you could trade it for something powerful, like a, right. like a good item. Right. Uh, so things like that, I was like, wow, that, that's cool. That's cool. So it's not, you know, you, you're always restricted to like getting an item in a temple, but now it's like, you know, you've got all these like little things to, to go. Well, I guess would they be counted as side quests? I don't know. They, yeah, they. It just seems if they're not quite dungeons. They're basically kind of like, yeah, you, you can get a lot of like a lot of equipment and stuff like that in there. It seems like as well as some kind of like special orbs and stuff. But yeah, I mean, at least from some of the stuff they're showing on the treehouse, you can get a lot of like cool, nifty little things that you can use in the game world that really can help you out and with discovery and just general mobility and stuff like that around as well. I mean, before I got burnt out on Lost, the TV show, that was like <laughs> that was like the coolest thing about that show was like the stumbling upon those hatches, and you're like you know wondering what's inside and stuff. And if they can you know recapture that capture that kind of feeling, I think that'd be pretty cool. You know, you you you're not really aiming for that, but then you you're in the middle of a forest or something, and you find one of these like uh, places, and then you go in and you get something cool. I mean, I. Actually, I guess Ty's the guy to ask, but like, is is Skyrim kind of like that? You know, like, I was I was gonna say like, have they compared this directly to Skyrim yet? Because like, you know, a hundred dungeons, that sounds very Skyrim. Like, Skyrim has bazillions of little distractions all over this huge map. Are they caves? Are they, is it called caves in Skyrim? Like you get? I think dungeons generally. Oh, okay. They call them dungeons. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Zelda's the new Skyrim, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think it has been hinted at. I mean, 
did Aonuma mention Skyrim once, like two years ago? Yeah. I don't know, but I you, as you may remember, that game is huge in Japan, right? <laughs> uh, really? It's like, yeah, it was like one of the only Western games, maybe the only Western game to get all tens in Famitsu, yeah. and you know, lots of people play it. I mean, yeah, if you look, look think about it just percentage-wise, I mean, it, it sold like whatever, X million amount of copies over in Europe and North America, but you know, probably like a few hundred thousand here in Japan, but at the time, I mean, what, PS3's, you know, lifetime to date is only like 10 million or something like that, so it's you know, probably comparable, you know, in terms yeah. of the percentage of people playing. Yep. Yeah. It, but it, I guess they've just, they've kind of done Skyrim, but with, you know, the Zelda, uh, you know, aesthetic or the, the Zelda gameplay, you know. They made so it, it, heck. I mean, <laughs> uh, Ty, sorry to, sorry if this offends you, but, you know, it's it's Skyrim, but with actual good gameplay. You know, actual, actual <laughs> no, good combat. Good, com- good combat, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, the combat to me in Skyrim is just like, you know, it's like, you know, the guy hitting us, hitting something and then walking away, hitting something, walking away, it's like that. You're not um, wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll accept that, that's fair. Um, but yeah, gameplay-wise, it does look a lot like Skyward Sword. Like, it's got, you know, the stamina, stamina gauge, which, you know, I heard some people bitching about that on Twitter, but I actually really like the stamina gauge because I think it combines things like, you know, um, that, that PS2 game, uh, Shadows... Shadows of the Colossus. Shadow, thank you, Shadows of the Colossus, where you can, you know, grip things. Yeah. But, um, I don't know, it's not infinite grip on Shadow of the Colossus, even, is it? Yeah, even there it's not. You have some kind of, like, a stamina gauge as but well. But it's quite long, isn't it, in Shadow of the Colossus? It's pretty long. But in, in Skyward Sword, it's a lot, it's a lot uh, shorter. And this one, it seems slightly longer, but they use the same gauge, so you can run... Um, and you can you can run up walls. That's something you could do in, in Skyward Sword. You know, get a good run up to a wall. Yeah. And if and on Skyward Sword, if you flick the Wii remote, you kind of jumped up the wall. But I know, now I guess you can just jump with a button, which actually was on my, <laughs> which actually was on my bingo sheet. <laughs> now I'm looking at it. <laughs> the Yo, jump button. you called the jump button, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. That was uh, that was a troll that just came true, I guess. <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, yeah, jump button, you know, a dash and a jump button. Um, so you know, people are saying it's like a throwback to Zelda two. You know, you got a jump button. You know, you can you can jump and then do a, you know, down attack or something when you go over an enemy. I guess. Um, I don't know much about the combat to be honest. It seems kind of like an evolution of everything that we've seen up to this yeah. point, especially with all the 3D stuff, which you know I think is is a very good thing and. Um, that there, was a, there was a kind of slow-mo bit, wasn't it? Like uh, a moblin kind of jumped towards him and he timed the block perfectly, perfectly and then he could like wail at the guy. <laughs> I think that, yeah, it was like some kind of like, it's, it's very timing-based and I think he jumped up at a specific time or something like that and yeah, it, it depends on all all that type of stuff and you can get some kind of a flurry, I think it was called flurry right, hits or something right, like yeah, that. Right. So it's kind of like, it's, it's like Wind Waker, I guess, the combat, you know, with the timing and stuff. Yeah. Even they've, with, combined, like, they've combined all the best bits, I guess. Oh yeah, I don't think it even just like the arrows above the characters. That's very like kind of Wind Waker-y and stuff right. as well. Um, exactly, but, a, you know, yeah. full full camera support, obviously. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you can look wherever you want. Um, so, yeah, no motion control whatsoever that I could see. Um, I, I wasn't even sure if the um, the viewing thing, the viewing tablet, was it, a motion control thing. I think it was just sticks. It seemed, I remember watching one of the, the Treehouse Live segments or whatever, and I, I could have swore that 
when they were looking around or something at one point that it looked like they were actually using like the gyro to do it, just because of like how kind of like how shaky it was a little bit. So okay. it, it might so be it could be both, you know. Yeah. yeah, it might be yeah, like a Splatoon type of a thing where you can choose either or, or you can even do like both kind of at the same time or something if you wish. Um, right. Yeah, I like that actually. You can. Uh, I don't know if that's been done in other games before, but like you could just look somewhere, and then wherever you look, you just place a marker. So you can say, okay, I want to head there. You yeah. see something cool, you put a marker where you looking where you're looking. Right. Because I don't know about you, but I always get confused with the maps. Like you. You look somewhere and then you go to the map and you think, is that the thing that I was looking at? Maybe. And then you put oh, a place away point, but that's actually a different place. Mm-hmm. Or it's way, way further away than you thought, you know, stuff like that. So oh, I yeah. thought that was pretty cool. I mean, even with Xenoblade Chronicles X you know, on Wii U, which, you know, they, I think they said a long time ago that uh, the engine that they're kind of using for this game is somehow related to the stuff they did with Xenoblade Monolith Soft, maybe helping out um, with some of the back end stuff here. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's even with Xenoblade. I mean, I thought they had a really great system for you know navigating the world and stuff like that, especially with the implementation of the gamepad, um, especially because I mean they did a really good job of implementing like the map onto the gamepad, so you can kind of tell where you're going. But sometimes if you're not looking in the right direction, you'd be like, whoa, 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 wait, where the hell am I going? And you have to kind of like double check on the map on your gamepad. Like, okay, cool, I got to turn around the opposite way to do this. But I think yeah, this is a really nice kind of a visual way having like this kind of like. <laughs> like almost like this light beam coming out of the ground. You're like, okay, that's exactly where I where I decided I was going to go. Let's do that. That, that was actually in uh, Skyward Sword as well. Actually, that light beam yeah. thing. Um, I should really play that game. I bought it when it first came out. I played it. <laughs> um. So I guess if should we like go back to like how the demo started, like after the trailer, you know, when they got around to you know playing the game, mm-hmm. um, it was quite exciting. Like they they you first meet this like old guy. You know, obviously vibes of the NES uh, game, and they kept on showing the artwork from the original NES, and they've actually modeled the mountains on the the artwork for the NES game. Right. That was yeah. That was a segment they did. Something basically. Right. With uh, yeah, with Miyamoto. Ties. Yeah, they were talking. Yeah, talking about, about the ties to the NES version and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Bilchin and not translating for once. Yeah, I, I was kind of surprised about that. Yeah. It's like can, yeah, and beyond that. I'm beyond this. Get get the young guys in here. I'm I'm not I'm not translating anymore. In or oh, interpreting anymore. Right. Uh, so this old guy, I think he gives you an axe. Um, the yeah. Wait, not hate, a sword. <laughs> yeah, I hate I hate to be the technical loser here, but like the axe is like it's really close by, and he just kind of talks and is like, "Hey, what's up? I'm the weird old guy." And there's just an axe like you know really close to near him, but he doesn't necessarily give it to you. But oh, okay. you can you can take his baked apple. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, baked apples. You can cook. Mm-hmm. That's exciting, right? You can cook. And the the amount of pickups in this game is, you know, kind of crazy off the charts, right? Like, there's mushrooms, there's, there's sticks, there's, there's flowers, there's seeds. There's all over the place that you can combine and to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And apparently if you... Like, there are no hearts or rupees in the game, which is, like, crazy, right? You, right. There's no heart pickups, no rupee pickups. So you can sell stuff to get rupees, but I guess it's just the number in your in your inventory. Yes, you, you, you never actually physically see a rupee. Right. You know, it's just a, you know like a, a number counter, and the hearts like yeah, like you eat an apple and you get quarter heart back. If you eat a baked apple, you get half a heart back or whatever, right? Right. Right. So it's worth uh, cooking, and you can set up fires. You can collect uh, kindling, and then 
you get like a flint stone and you combine them together and then you hit it with your sword and that'll make a campfire. And yeah, in cold places you have to actually keep warm, which I thought was kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like full well, survival lost game. planet now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like full survival game. It's like, I, what game would that be from then? Like, where you'd actually have to keep warm. Lost Planet. But like a more similar game, like a adventure type game. Mm. You like, got me there. Lost Planet. I mean, you've, yeah. you've uh, like Metroid, for example. You go into like a an acidic or lava world, and you dam you get damaged when you walk in, right? Mm-hmm. So, it was kind of like that. Uh, like I know was, Dragon Dragon Age Inquisition has like some places you can't go into if you're get too cold, you'll die in them. There you go. There you go. That's what that's I mean, more like. Even if you harken back to like Ocarina of Time, I mean, you go into you know the volcano fire temple, you got to have that you know fire tunic. Oh, right. or yeah. So Good it's it, yeah. So maybe it's kind of like that. But I mean, they never had anything. Well, there's never any locate locales. Well, I guess you could say Twilight Princess, the snow mountains and stuff like that. But you didn't have to have anything to protect yourself from the elements. So yeah, that was a really kind of. Unique. Well, not, it's not even unique. Okay, at all. <laughs> there was a, there was a cute little animation like when you when they paused it when they went to the inventory screen. You know, Link was like you know shivering like this. Oh yeah. And then, and then they put the tunic on and he was and he was better. And I actually saw another part of the live stream where um, if you carry a torch, like a you know fire a torch, then you you can actually walk around naked. <laughs> but if you're carrying the fire torch, then you'll be all right. Huh. Okay. But obviously, they do go out after a while. So um, right. you, there, there are some items like, uh, yeah, I guess we should also talk about you know items are perishable, like uh, weapons, uh, which is another Skyward Sword feature. You know, uh, weapons. Uh, no, shields broke in Skyward Sword. I don't, I don't remember weapons breaking. Maybe I could be wrong about that. But like once Man. you got the master, once you got the master sword and the master shield, they didn't break. I don't think. Um. So I think I'm there's going to sure. be. Uh, huge stacks of pancakes eating your shield has been a, a Zelda trope for a long time. <laughs> right. And yeah, exactly. Ocarina of Time had like the, what was it, the mega, not the Megaton Hammer, the, the giant Goron sword. That was, yeah. that broke after a few swings. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, you had to get the the magic version or something, so then it wouldn't break, right? Yeah, the final, like, super upgrade. Right. So, I mean, this is kind of like taking a lot of these elements and just kind of adding it to the extreme, <laughs> you know, which I think it's it's really cool and just a cool direction for them to take with Zelda because yeah. they, they, this is just totally different than anything they've really done in the past. So, uh, I, I, yeah. I really dig it. Exactly. The, the inventory is, like, you know, massive now. They've, they've categorized it into, you know, like weapons and, you know, food and other you know, other parts and stuff. There's like five sections to it now, and you've so many items you can pick up, and right. you can actually drop things on the floor anytime. Right. And I think they stay there. I remember seeing him yeah. drop a sword, and he came back, and it was still there. I remember them seeing dropping like a you know a bokoblin skeleton arm on the ground, <laughs> just you know kind of <laughs> yeah, wiggling around could, there. If you don't have a sword, you can even fight with a stick, can't you? Like yeah. a like a, a branch, sorry, a tree branch. <laughs> I saw one really cool. It was like really cute because the game. It seems like it's just built for people to dick around and use the weird mechanics in weird ways. Like uh, one guy threw his axe on the ground when he was trying to fight a, a big guardian robot, and because he ran out of arrows, so then he picked up the the axe with his magnet ability built into the the, the Sheikah stone thing, 
So he was swinging the axe around like on the end of this magnet cable. So like, <laughs> using the axe like a ranged weapon. And, like, yeah, <laughs> I saw that. It, it goes like a different um, like a, vi a visor almost, isn't it? It goes like different colors or something? Yeah. Or, or is it just highlight things? I can't it remember. It just highlights these two yeah. magnetic bands coming out of your your Sheikah tablet and it picks up whatever metal object you're looking at. Yeah, it kind of sh it's kind of like giving you a, an easy way to see what you can and can't pick up. Yeah, I actually saw like a little shrine uh, which had a puzzle based around magnetizing a like a little train, like a trolley thing that they had to move around it. To um, activate some switches and stuff. So yeah, it's it really cool. is really amazing how different a Zelda this is. Considering Zelda is like one of those series that everyone makes fun of for being almost the same game every time. Yeah, yeah, very much. Yeah, like eight eight dungeons and then beat Ganon and then you're done. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think they they do have the you know the eight dungeons and you can defeat Ganon and you're done. But like. Um, apparently, you can actually go straight to the last boss immediately. You can just if you if you know where to go, mm -hmm. and you're. I think I'm quoting Aonuma directly here. He said, "If you're crazy enough to go to the final boss <laughs> without the oh, master, man. then you can do it." And you know that there's going to be speedrunners going to do that, right? There's, they're going to be. I just like, had a flashback to Fallout 2 speedruns. Right, that's a 40-hour RPG, but you can speedrun it in about 12 minutes if you nail everything yeah. perfectly. We're going to see that with this Zelda, for sure. For sure, They're going to be you know, defeating, yeah. Ganon, defeating Ganon with a, a tree branch and a baked apple. Like I, when I used to play <laughs> Monster boys. Hunter, in, in Monster Hunter, you can, you know, the whole idea of the game is you, you get this new armor and you upgrade it as you go along, but I, I was in this group that refused to use armor, so you could, so you, like every enemy would one hit kill you. So you had to have like perfect dodging all the time. So yeah, I can see this happening for like Zelda speedruns. They, they call them nude runs or naked runs in Dark Souls, don't they? Right. Yeah. Right. Like people walking around in their underpants, and you, you can literally walk around in your underpants in Zelda. This new Zelda. Same in Monster Hunter. So. So. Um, um, but only male underpants. Right. There's no knickers. <laughs> yeah, no pantaloons. Oh, yeah. oh sorry. Removes <laughs> female trans, like female touches from this game. No so, girls somebody, allowed. Somebody took a photograph of their lanyard from E3, and it had two. What I thought were two different links, and I thought there was a male link and a female link. Uh, Everyone it, did. It definitely looked like you know boobs from to me anyway. But some, somebody uh, later told me, you know, that was actually the shoulder, and it was actually like the, an angle like this, and it was actually the shoulder bumping out. And when I looked at it again, I was like, oh, right, that's totally a shoulder. That's Shit. Totally <laughs> um, I guess you see what you want to see, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, the face also looked different. Like the eyes looked different, the eyebrows looked different, the hair looked different. So I was, I was, I was convinced it was a, it was a girl. And yeah, sadly. Uh, hashtag Japan. It happened. Um, they Japaned it. Yeah. I still so, have a completely wild, out of my ass theory that I think there's going to be that is a female link in this game. I think there's a male link and a female link as two different not characters. Not playable. Maybe not playable, but I think there are two different links in the game. Yeah, I actually have a theory about that. Because um, we we learned about the amiibo, like there's three new amiibo. I guess we'll talk about that a bit later. But I think. 
there are going to be support characters like um, you know, like the wolf one is. There could be like a female link amiibo, and then she will become a support character. Uh, that was my kind of wild theory, anyway. Um, you know, you might have a partner character or something. I mean, they they did hint at like multiplayer like ages ago, but we didn't hear anything about that today. Well, I, I've actually a wild theory myself, and actually, James, you kind of hinted at this earlier. It's just yeah. um, just give up. It's Japan. There's it's only going to be Link as a guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the reason was pretty bullshit. Aonuma said like because the Triforce is made up of Ganon, Z- uh, Zelda, and Link. You know, if if Link was a girl, then that would upset the balance of the Triforce being. But I don't know that makes no sense because it, Gan- Ganon and Link are both men, so the, already the balance is off. Ganon is a monster. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Have you seen Ganondorf? He's a pretty manly man. He kind of is. Those eyebrows, they go into the sideburns. I guess they're going to totally troll you with a female Ganon in this game. Yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. That was my bingo. If that was their master plan, because, like, oh, let's just give a female. I'm totally all this forgiven Nintendo. You win hyper troll gets from now till the end of time. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, with with the, I mean, like I said, with with the link not being a girl, there not being any option for that. I'm honestly not surprised. I mean, again, it's Japan. They they just don't care about this stuff. They're gonna do what they're gonna do. They don't really care what the West says about this. That's just the truth. Yeah. Um, so. That's true enough. And yeah. just as James would say, deal with it because <laughs> there's nothing you can do. I'm I'm not surprised either. It doesn't really bother me. I'm but. It's his explanation that bothers me. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That, a lot of people are saying that. Oh, like on, my, on my um, on my bingo card, by the way, I I said female Ganon, uh, Link speaks, female Link, Zelda is playable. That's all wrong. These are all wrong so far. Link Link is a character. I got that one. Yeah, there you go. Male okay. Zelda. Nope. Uh, Linkle assists. That could still turn out to be true. The horse Ting- speaks. Tingle assist. Yeah, Tingle. Yeah, we still have. Like another year of development, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess I got Skyrim ripoff feature. I think I got that one right. Dark Souls nice. ripoff feature. I think yep. I got that one because the 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 bonfires. <laughs> <laughs> um, no loading screens. Uh, I, they did have one at the beginning, I guess. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't really see that many. It's typically with games like this. Hidden, I mean, right. It's at the very beginning, and then everything's pretty much open, and maybe stuff's kind of like loading in the background or whatever. You don't really, you typically don't have any like really long loading screens, a la like maybe Skyward Sword or something. Uh, lack of awareness, lack of awareness of other similar games. Yeah, I think I got that one right um, <laughs> because pretty much every open world game like this lets you be a female, and they seems to be totally oblivious of that fact. Uh, Reggie claims to be good at Zelda. I don't know. Did anyone hear that? Did he say that? No, no, this is my predictions. He didn't really say anything. He just gave the intro at the start. Oh, he did. Actually, no, no, I think I'm going to claim this one because in his intro speech, um, he said said something wrong. He said, like, uh, I can't remember what it was, but he said something like... I work for Sony America. He used the wrong word. He used like level instead of dungeon or something or something like that. It was like a it was a word that fell off anyway. I'll have to go back and, and listen to it. Um, title based on the world. Uh, I don't know actually. Do I get a point for that one? I'd say so. It might be calling the area the wild. Could be the name <laughs> of the region. 
Yeah, because I, the reason why I'd said that is because the, all they've been talking about is that the, the world is the main focus of this game, and so I, yeah. I just predicted the name would be involving the world. Yeah. And then the other one was uh, live stream fucks up at crucial point. Um, well, I did uh, the live stream I was watching did kind of fuck up, but. Well, they, they started the demo, and after like 20 minutes or whatever, it said, thank you for playing the demo, and quit. And they're like, oh, oh shit, yeah. we were supposed to disable that for this live stream. Right, I saw that. So, uh, I saw that one, too. So, yeah, I would uh, take that box for you. Okay, so I get one, two, three, four, five, I guess. I get five, but they're not in a, in a line, so I don't get a bingo. But <laughs> I got maybe five right. <clears throat> um... Is there anything else? I'm just looking at the list that we kind of wrote down here. Right. Uh, stuff to talk about. Mm. You know, I... Oh, snowboarding. <laughs> snowboarding oh, yeah, is cool. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that until um, somebody made an animated GIF of that. Like, they, they obviously... I don't know. Did they allow the the, the sale to, for people to use at E3? Like, it was open yeah, from the start? Can, yeah, you can get the sale. You can okay. Oh, you can get it in the demo. You have to yeah. earn it. Okay. Well, I think it's you have to basically everything you had to earn in the demo. Okay. Well, you definitely don't start with it. So, like, this guy was like sailing off a mountain, it, like it's you know, like it was a snow area, and then he landed on some snow, and then immediately changed to his shield, which turned into a. He started snowboarding on his shield, right? Uh, and started sliding down the mountain, and you know, it was seamless. It was pretty cool. It it was like yeah. um, uh, it's Twilight Prince. No, it's not Twilight. Is it Twilight Princess? Yeah. The Yeti. And... Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Twilight Princess, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, who added this about the Koroks? Yeah, that was me. I got okay. that Zelda lore. Yep. So the, the Koroks are, you know, the little uh, the tree guys from Wind Waker? Yep. You know, little Deku Seed guys. Yeah. And uh, they, they're apparently what the, the Kokori children from, uh, or Koroki Forest, whatever they're called, the, right. the kids at the start of Ocarina of Time. Mm -hmm. They like into Koroks, so Koroks only exist after Wind Waker period. So the mm. game probably takes place in the Zelda quote unquote timeline after <laughs> Wind Waker. <laughs> I, so the, the this is win, so the so Wind Waker's after Ocarina, isn't it? Because you go under the water and you see the Ocarina dungeon, right? Yeah. So it's like the water's gone up. Wind Waker happened, and then the water's gone back That's, down, and now this this Zelda's happened. Yeah, I think that was kind of the implication that this is Hyrule after they removed the water from Wind Waker. Okay, maybe. Well, if that's true, then we'll see an Ocarina of Time temple somewhere, won't we? Yeah, we'll see. You know, um, I think, you know, with this game, uh, I remember when I, when I first watched the initial trailer, I... I actually kind of walked away a little bit disappointed because I, I mean, as beautiful as the game was, I just don't think it gave the game enough justice for what it's trying to do. But after actually watching a lot of the demos and stuff like that on Treehouse Live, you can really see, like, how much freedom that you actually have in this game. The stuff that they want you to do, the stuff that they probably don't want you to do, too, at the same time. You can do it. You can do, like, all sorts of stuff that you just can never do in a Zelda game. It's incredible, and I just don't think this this trailer does it justice. If you only watch the trailer, check out other stuff too, because it's totally worth it. I think the the general consensus is, oh man, this I really wish this was coming out at Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I mean, think about it. It's March. 
I mean, Jesus well, Christ, that's a long wait. That's like nine <laughs> months. Hey, dude, it could be next Christmas, too. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know uh, apparently the NX version is coming around about the same time. And they've, they've done, they did mention that recently, didn't they? Uh, that the NX version will be maybe have a visual upgrade, but that it, the game would be exactly the same. Mm-hmm. I know so. one thing that really stood out for me watching this, the, the Wii U version, at least, was the draw distance is really small. For for how big the world is, mm-hmm. there's a lot of. It's not quite pop up, but you can see that you only have a very close window of view. But so, at the at the same time, though, Sai, I mean, this is just an E3 demo, and this is at the earliest nine months away. So I mean, but, it, stuff could get fixed, but I, I hear you because I noticed that type of stuff as well. So that's what I I feel. If if it is just a graphical upgrade between the Wii U and the NX, that's what will be the biggest, most obvious thing. Right, the, 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 the draw distance, right, yeah. And the 4K. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> that just on, on that draw distance thing, I think, like, that's what I really like about Nintendo is they're very careful with how they do graphics. Like, they work to their limit and say, okay, this is all we can do. So the the graphics in the game, like the art style, are very clearly designed to obscure draw distance as much as they can. Sure. It's all blurry and painterly, so it's hard to tell when stuff hasn't loaded in in the distance. Yeah, that was a, they did that in Skyward Sword as well. It, it, it became like almost like um, like an abstract um, watercolor, mm-hmm. and then as you got closer, it, it came into view. Yeah, it's it so very clever. So it did look like an artistic choice rather than a technical thing, but obviously it was mainly a technical thing, but the way they did it, they don't make you think that, which yes, is clever. That's one thing I really like about Nintendo, is they pay attention to that kind of stuff, where they don't let you see the limitation of the technology to kind of work with it. And, and if you think about it, if you're looking really far into the distance, it's not like you can crystal clear see something on the top of a mountain from 800 miles away, is it? <laughs> with, your, with, your, with your human eyes. <laughs> I know well, this entire podcast, except for me, has glasses, so you may not be privy to the perfect 2020-kilometer <laughs> vision that us normies have. But, uh, I'm sure it's hell not. First grade, man. I, yeah. Are you are you Hawkeye, Cyrus? Uh, well, I, I, I think I'm pretty... I should have glasses at this point, but <laughs> I'm not about that life. I'm sorry. Cyrus, we're over here. You're not looking at the camera. <laughs> Um, so, I guess, Cyrus, you want to talk about the Amiibo stuff? Yeah, so um, when they when they first announced the Twilight Princess uh, remake, I'm Mr. Amiibo over here, but um, when they first announced Twilight Princess, they, uh, they had, like, the Wolf Link Amiibo, and they promised that it was going to have some functionality in, in the, the Zelda for Wii U whenever it came out. So they showed off that functionality, which is pretty neat. And so in Twilight Princess, when you put the Wolf Amiibo down, you unlock this special challenge dungeon. And uh, which is when... which is already part of the original game, and they just kind of locked it behind the Amiibo. So it's total bullshit. Was it? I thought it was a new dungeon. No. Oh, okay. I, I haven't actually played it yet. Don't think so, James. I thought it was actually like a brand new thing they made for the game. Are you sure? Yeah, it's actually it's, been it's been in as I definitely remember playing that. I, I thought it was like a different type of thing. I, I know what you're talking about. I thought it was a diff, like a completely different thing though. 
Yeah, I think it's the same idea as a thing that's in the game, but like a new version of it, kind of. Like with different okay. enemies or well, vi- visual, visually and uh, <laughs> technically, it's exactly the same as what yes. I played. Yeah, I, I <laughs> gather it was very much reusing assets job, but in in this whatever you play through this like special dungeon, and depending on like your your score or how many hearts you have remaining after the the finishing the dungeon, that gets stored on your amiibo. Then when you swipe the amiibo into this. Uh, the Wii U version, or the what is it? Breath, Breath of, of Breath, Breath of the Breath Wild. Of the Wild. And uh, so when you swipe your amiibo in there, it uh, the Wolf Link amiibo or Wolf Link appears in your game as an assist character, and his health is based on how much health you had when you finished your dungeon in Twilight Princess. That's going to be quite hard as well, because like that challenge mode from what I remember playing in Twilight Princess, the the original one, was that you know you have to basically defeat like every enemy in the game, but then it just gets harder and harder. So you like you're defeating those like you know those dark net kind of knights and stuff. The really hard ones, like you know three or four at a time, uh, and it it just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. Uh, so it's quite hard to finish that whole thing. I mean, it's, it's it feels endless. It could be like I don't know forty levels you have to go through to do that. <laughs> Maybe that's what's different about this one. Maybe they made it shorter specifically for this reason, or I don't know. Well, whatever it, it is, it'd be interesting. Like once the link, once that wolf dies, I'm assuming when it dies, it disappears. Can you just touch the same amiibo again the next so, day, or you limited to use it just once a day? Yeah, I think it's once a day. Yeah. Every 24 hours or something. But you'd have to go back and defeat the dungeons again in Twilight Princess. No, I think he keeps the same health. So. <laughs> that's fine then. That's fine. But uh, what I, I'm not clear on this though. I heard someone mention that you need to finish the dungeon in Twilight Princess before you can use the wolf at all in Breath of the Wild. Well, that well, makes that would, sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I mean, if you're carrying in your hearts, otherwise, what yeah, the hell are you carrying sense, in? But for all the people who bought just Wolf Link and didn't buy the other game, just screwed. That, yeah, that's like. It's cool that it's such a like a meshing of the two games, where you have to do X in one game, then transfer that through this amiibo to another. That's kind of cool. But I would hope they have something like, if you haven't played Twilight Princess, the wolf has like three hit points or something. Hmm. That would maybe work for me, because I haven't even put my Twilight Princess in my Wii U yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He Bivens did. Well, not even Bivens did. Yeah, you haven't even played any of it? No, I haven't even put it in my Wii U yet. So I, 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 have... I played on Wii and GameCube. Oh wow! Okay, so. well done. I, my, my Twilight Princess for Wii U is also sitting unopened on my shelf. Well, you got plenty of time. To t- you've got nine months. <laughs> so yeah, I've, I've had how many years up to this point? So. Right. Oh, you got the, the Wii, the Wii version or the Wii U HD? I was living in a house with someone who had the Wii version, so. No, the Wii U HD remaster. Or... Oh, yeah, I've got the Wii U re- HD remaster manager. Well, that's the best <laughs> way to go, right? Yeah, at this point. Um, um, so they also showed three other amiibo at the at the event. They showed uh, Archer Link, they showed uh, Horse Riding Link, and they showed one of the big robot Guardian dudes. Mm-hmm. And I Guardian because the amiibo is huge, first of all. It's like way bigger than any other amiibo, and it's got posable arms. 
Mm-hmm. So, well, actually, no. What about those Monster Hunter ones? They were freaking massive. I think this is about <laughs> equal the size, if not larger, than those guys. It's did we talk? Really did we talk big. about those ones? I think I don't think we, I don't think we did. That's from Monster Hunter Stories, right? Yeah. Monster Hunter Babies has got like yeah two or three amiibos, right? Right. And uh, so this these three amiibo, they didn't actually show what they do, but these kind of tie into why I think there's two links in the game, because this is the only game aside from Animal Crossing that has released the same character with two amiibo. So it's like you know it's Link with a bow and it's Link. On a horse, but they cover Link's head when he's on the horse. So you hmm. can't see. You, you don't. You don't want to count Mario then, because he's Mar- got about eight. <laughs> but he was not in the same Brothers. line of amiibo. He had right. like Smash Brothers. Hello. Yeah, but he had Smash Bros. Amiibo. He had like Smash Bros. Mario. Then there was Mario Bros. Mario. I'm just saying, Smash Brothers series. I mean, you know, you know how many is available for that. Doctor Mario, Mario. Doctor Mario. <laughs> Totally different character. I, I know. I'm just trying to shit all over your theory. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> Sorry, this... Pink, pink gold peach. <laughs> we can dream. We can dream. Or drink. But, uh, <laughs> yes, let's let's do that. I've got I've got real gold. None of that peach gold shit. <laughs> yeah. well, he's, Irish. Like he's, Irish, he's Irish after all. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> We we don't your, we don't accept your alcoholic culture. <laughs> oh, hopefully Cyrus gets that joke. I don't I don't understand what you're talking about. I haven't uh, drank enough tonight. It was <laughs> actually for for once it wasn't actually a Japanese thing. It was actually a Korean thing. Um, there was an ad, advert for an, an English school in Korea, South Korea, and it said. Uh, and this this girl applied, an Irish girl applied for it, and they said, "I'm sorry, we can't, <laughs> we can't accept your um, application because of your <laughs> alcoholic culture." <laughs> that, was, that was good times. And I was like, "That that could so easily have been Japan, but it wasn't." Yeah. So. Not this time. Well, Not this time. When I showed up at my school, everyone was like gasped in relief when I started speaking. They're like, "Oh my god." You don't have an accent. We were terrified when we started it was an Irish person. <laughs> they put the beers away and said, whew, we don't need these. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sidetrack. So I, the, 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 the Guardian one's got wobbly arms that you can move, apparently. Yeah, so he's cool. Those, yeah. Guardians, are, those, are, those Guardians are scary. Like, when you bump into them in the, in the world, they, they can take you out. Like, mm-hmm. like we saw in that ori- original trailer, right? They do... I, they do behave like that original trailer. They track you down, they chase you, right? And they look hard as balls. Yeah, they seem to do like, like they kill you with one hit if you haven't gotten any armor or picked up any apples. Did did anyone see? Game. Did anyone see anybody defeat those? No, I don't think they did in any of the the stuff that they'd shown on the treehouse. I mean, no, but I mean like you know, so uh, they, the, they just had people playing like website. it was a free play, kind of. and uh, I saw a few of them get defeated. Okay. And there was that rock monster that uh, nobody could defeat. It's got like a crystal thing on his head that you have to yeah. hit. Did, uh, I, don't think I, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't see anyone beat, beat him. Yeah. yeah, I just saw the treehouse people die at him. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, hey, you can get like a really cool mineral from this guy. Oh, we're dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. A mineral, okay. So yeah. you could probably 
you know, craft something. That's very Monster Hunter, isn't it? Or, you know, like they said, to take it into, like, a town later on and potentially sell it for X amount of rupees or whatever. Oh, that's a good point, actually, Danny. The, um, the, there was a severe lack of towns and other people in this E3 demo, and Aonuma confirmed that. He said, don't worry, there are towns, there are people, but mm-hmm. we're just not showing you any of that because it's, it, it would spoil too much of the game if we showed you that part of the right. game. And he also went on to say that, you know, this, this particular plateau that they had showed off at E3 is like, what, 1% of the game world or something like that? Yeah. So, I mean, I, at first I was a little bit alarmed at that too, and then after <laughs> hearing that, because I was like, oh my god, there are no towns, there are no, you know, but then he's like, no, 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 no. just chill out and don't worry, we, of course we got this stuff in here, we're not we as dumb it. as you might think we are. <laughs> So. Actually, uh, talking about chilling out, um, one of the Treehouse people playing the game, uh, I don't know if people were live-tweeting at them or something, but like, uh, there was lots of pop-ups. Like they, they, would, they would play a portion of the game, they would take a break, and then they would come back, and then they would play a different part of the game. And the pop-ups kept coming back. You know when you pick up like a, an item, like a seed or a, 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 a branch? It kept on popping up again with the same message and people were freaking out. Yeah. And the guy said, don't worry, guys, don't freak out. It, you only see that message once. It's only because we're having to reset the game right. that, it's, that it's happening again. So again. don't worry about it. And it's quite clever, actually. If you, if, you hover, if you walk over an item that you haven't even ever seen before, there's a question mark. Mm-hmm. You pick it up, you get the item description, and then from then on, you never see that item description. You, you, you walk over the item, and it'll immediately tell you what it is, so if you want to pick it up or not. Right. So... Thank God, how many games have we gone through, whatever it is, eight, nine, ten mainline Zeldas, they finally, we don't have to read an explanation of what, you know, a rupee is 800 times. Yeah. Right. You know, I think some of the earlier 3D stuff, like Arena of Time, Majora's Mask, they did, it was fine. It was like, you did, they showed it to you once, and like, alright, this is it, go on, do what you gotta do. And then maybe with Skyward Sword, maybe they just felt the need to really because of the Wii and just the maybe the general audience, maybe they felt they, they had to explain the stuff. Yeah, I know in, uh, when I played Twilight Princess, I played half of Twilight Princess on the Wii, and I remember I went into a room full of treasure chests, and it was like, it's five rupees. Use these to spy things. Open the next chest. It's five rupees. It's five rupees. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's blue. I know what it does. It's like, <laughs> yes. So it has been there at least since Twilight Princess. Okay. Rupees can be exchanged for goods or services. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks. Uh, well, actually, you know, I wanted to check on Ty. I mean, Ty being maybe the resident Nintendo hater. <laughs> yeah, what's up, guys? What keen insights can I provide to you about the new Zelda game? Well, yeah, I mean, Ty, with everything that you've seen about this, like, what do you think, man? Like, what are your general impressions about, you know, the new Zelda? There are other haters on staff, by the way. Uh, we'll save that for later. <laughs> it looks really pretty, but, you know, to me, it looks really boring. Okay. You know, like, it looks like you're just going to, you know, dick around and do Zelda stuff, and it'll probably be the easiest Zelda yet. Uh, and... <laughs> I don't know about, I don't know if I'd agree with that, but hey, man, that's like your opinion, man. It is my opinion. <laughs> And, like, yeah, I understand there's a lot of people that love Zelda more than anything, you know. It's it's a lot of people's favorite game series, but... Even more than Chex Quest. Mine. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, as hard as it is for me to believe. Well, well, well Ty, which which part of 
the the boss that no one could defeat or the guardian that insta kills people sounds easy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, I I have like a whole bucket full of sass here to sort through. <laughs> like, are we talking about a game of journalists here? Because they're not good at games. That's true. No. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, honestly though, I uh, like when I watching the treehouse thing. With every kind of bit they were showing me, I was getting more worried for it. Like, I don't think I will like playing this game, because I really don't like loot-based games. I don't really like open-world games. So hmm. as cool as I think this game is, I don't think I'm going to like playing it. I'm going I'm to give them the benefit of the doubt, because, you know, this is Nintendo, and they they make games that you think, okay, I'm never going to like a shooter, and then they make Splatoon. You know, they... I'm never going to like a Skyrim-type game, and then, you know, they make this. Um, I, the thing I'm worried about is that I'm not going to have enough time to get into this game. <laughs> it looks so huge, you know? Like, um, am I going to have enough enjoyment? Because, you know, I can only play, like, you know, a couple of hours a night. You know, I, am I going to be able to, you know, do enough in those two hours? <laughs> you know, am I ever going to defeat, you know, beat this game? Is it going to take me, like, six months to, you know, beat this game? Years. That's what I, that's, that's what I yeah, it could take me, yeah, the whole of 2017 to, you know, finally beat it. But we'll see. I'll, I'll still probably beat it before Danny. Maybe. Hey, you know, if I if I really get into something, I can blow through it really quick. <laughs> if I don't start it or put it in my Wii U, that's a problem. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You you uh, you did you did beat um, Xenoblade, right? Yeah, eighty hours plus. I mean, it took some time, but I got through it. Good job. Wait, how much time did you put into that initial D button pressing game again? <laughs> oh man, that was like I think it was either ten or twenty hours. One of those. I think it was like nineteen hours. Yes. Good shit. Thank you. Loser. <laughs> I, I think I'm approaching two hundred hours on Hyrule Warriors. Jeez. So. I thought you were going to say Pokemon Picross or the other Pokemon 3DS puzzle game. <laughs> Let's not go into my P- Pokemon Picross addiction at the moment. But, uh... Okay, okay. Um, one ob- observation I have to say before we uh, move on is um, the Sheikah Stone, which you get right at the beginning of the game. You kind of get, I don't know, you like get aw- awoken, don't you? Right. Which is, you know, gives uh, credence to the idea that you know Link is the same guy just reborn whatever with each Zelda game or if it's different Zelda whatever different link um these <laughs> it looks to me the way he uses it it's like a, a big kind of tablet thing which is obviously meant to represent a gamepad mm-hmm. but like when he goes into like a, a shrine he kind of he kind of uh, swipes it over these kind of round terminals right <laughs> and when I see that all I can think of is Suica card yeah, and you know, after you wrote that, and I put like, oh, it's a gamepad. Then I started thinking, it's like, wait, I, I totally, you know, see what you're saying because if, yeah. if you make that beep beep sound in your head when he does it, <laughs> you'll know what I mean. Right. Uh, right. The first thing I thought when I saw those those NFC pillars that are in the game is like, yeah. like <laughs> they literally put they literally put amiibo NFC pillars in the game now. So it's like these are definitely going to be they'll be like amiibo tablets in the game where you go up to drop a certain character on it, and it'll unlock something. And, and you do have to update your Sheikah card. Oh, that, that's it. We're calling it that. Sweeker card is now Sheikah card. There we go. I'm starting it now. It's a meme. 
Um, <laughs> you you have to update the card to to access you know various stuff. So it it really does like you know you're like you're charging your Shika card. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Um, what do you think about this? Any hints towards what the NX as a console as a system could be via this? I mean, people are saying you know it's it has to have a touchscreen because you know because of that Shika card thing. Yeah, why wouldn't it have a touchscreen really? Yeah. Okay, good. Good, uh, good discussion, guys. Uh, Thanks very yeah, much. Let's uh, let's really move on. Anything that really hinted, except that it's going to have more NFC capabilities. Mm -hmm. It's going to have a big clunky controller of some fashion if they're going to use the same thing. Like the well, game is so it, long it, in development, they would have swapped out the controller. Like it wouldn't look like a, a Wii U gamepad if you know they knew this game was going to come out in NX. So. They would have redesigned the Sheikah tablet to not look like the gamepad if the NX's controller did not look similar. So yeah. that was a convoluted way of saying, I think the NX's controller will look similar to the Wii U gamepad. You know, it's it's funny, though, because like we don't really have to worry about um, something spoiling or revealing something about the NX because Zelda and NX are coming out at the same time. Mm -hmm. So we're going to know all of this information at the same time. It's not like it's kind of giving us a hint of the future, you know what I mean? I mean, they could reveal what the NX looks like before March, but, um, you know, it, it might not be that long before, <laughs> you know what I mean? It could be like yeah. January or whatever. Right. We'll find out what it looks like, and then it comes out a few months later. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not like the N64 hidden in Donkey Kong Country 3. <laughs> you remember, remember that? They had the Super Mario 64 title music in an SNES game, like years before the N64 came out. Maybe not years. Well, it was like the same year or something. Yeah, it was the same, it's the same year. year, I believe. Yeah. But they'd had, they had to develop that game way before, right? So right. Went forward same thinking. N64, yeah. N64 too. They developed it before. Yeah, yeah, that took a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please understand. It was supposed to be the Nintendo Ultra 64 in 1995. Yeah. yeah. Fond memories of that Killer Instinct cap. Yeah. Right? Take your virtual boy for, you know, <laughs> filling yeah. in the gap. Yeah, th thanks for holding us over, virtual boy. <laughs> I thought uh, Americans like cruising USA. Hey, I like cruising USA. I'm not I'm not against it. Garbage. <laughs> it, was, it was so so. Yeah. I, yeah I'm that, that was one of those games where it was like, it got like 8% in like British magazines, but it got so, like 89% in American magazines. You're I was like, what? Me, it was like, <laughs> if it was like cruising, you know, whales, you'd be like, dude, this is the best thing ever. Maybe. <laughs> it was like, uh, was it San, was it called San Francisco Rush? Yeah. yeah. That, that was another one. It got like, you know, like 18% in like the uh, the British official magazine, Nintendo magazine, and then it got like, you know, really high 90s in like on IGN and stuff. I was yeah, like, what? That's weird. Like, I think that's a good game. What do you think, James? I've never played it. Probably because I was put off by the terrible review scores it got. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. I thought it was like okay, but I didn't think it was so like super fantastic. A lot. I played, played it like with a friend and I was like, yeah. He's like, dude, this is so awesome. I'm like, yeah, yeah sure. I put man. a lot of time into Rush 2. That was a really fun game. Yeah. Zelda. Breath of the Wilds. <laughs> Whatever. Coming to Wii U and NX. Play Rush 2 and get back to me. I want to see yes. what your refined British palette thinks Old. of uh, this <laughs> game with 
literal Mountain Dew promotions in it. <laughs> I'd rather go for Beetle Adventure Racing, to be honest. Hey, okay. <laughs> okay, that's a good game too. Uh, well, it seems like we've got okay. a little bit off track here, so let's. Yeah, yeah I think we've. I think we've. Uh, pretty much. Them. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. everything. So, so let's listen to. Should we listen to some nice Zelda music now, Danny, and then go on to something else? Absolutely. Let's do that right now. Cool. Put in the rush to music. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, continuing on, we're going to touch on a, a few other E3 things here. We're not going to go ahead and maybe we're not going to cover every single thing because I, well, even though there's really not that much, um, we're just going to kind of hit some of the highlights, especially stuff that's kind of maybe a little bit Japan related here. And um, one thing that I saw today, which I don't know if you guys had seen this, is the, you know, Nintendo had teased, you know, on the Treehouse, they had teased that they're going to be showing off like a new IP, like an RPG coming to 3DS. And they did show it off. And it's a game from Grezzo. The guys have developed uh, 3D, uh, Ocarina of Time 3D, uh, stuff like that. Majora? Uh, Was it Majora as well? I think they did that too. Maybe a couple of other things that I can't think of off the top of my head. But uh, the game that they have coming out, it's an action RPG called Ever Oasis. And it's, I think it's set to come out in 2017 in the West. I don't remember seeing a date on the Japanese site. Um, <laughs> oh, there's there's a great uh, troll tweet from uh, John Linderman. Uh, mm-hmm. He said, uh, "Finally, the uh, 3DS RPG drought is over." <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's literally like the eighth RPG in the same year. Right. Well, it's next year, but you know, it's like Dragon Quest Seven and Eight and Yokai Watch and whatever else is coming out. Uh, Bravely Default. Right. Um, you know, how many more do you need in one game? <laughs> like. Yeah. 200-hour RPGs in one year. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, with this game, like, it, as opposed to, like, Dragon Quest and the other stuff, it, it, it is action-based, and it's kind of like, yeah, you do fight, like, a lot of creatures and stuff like that and gather materials and stuff, but you're, like, actually building up these oases, oases. Uh, it, l- it looked like um, Animal Crossing a bit. Kind of. I thought it kind of had, like, kind of really default vibes in terms of, like, visuals and stuff. Or Fantasy uh, Life, is it, that, that one, yeah? Oh, and I just remembered too, like the I think the producer, the guy that like runs Grezzo, he worked on like Final Fantasy one, two, and three, and Secret of Mana and stuff like that too. So he's got a pretty you know pretty impressive pedigree um, with what he's done in the past. So it's I, I'm interested to see what this is going to become. I got to, only got to watch a little bit of the uh, Treehouse on this one, so I, I kind of wanted to watch a little bit more before we record today. Is, but. is Grezzo a Japanese studio? Very Japanese. So this is like a Japanese RPG being announced in America before Japan. That's crazy. And, yes. That's in right. English, showing the English version before the Japanese version. Right. And even with the Japanese trailer, it's just the English version with Japanese stuff underneath <laughs> the English text. Which, in you your know, face. With, in your face, yeah. Japanese people. Well, what was interesting about the Zelda trailer, at least, I mean, actually, I would, what I really thought was cool, like they even changed the because what they've been doing with the Zelda stuff here lately is they have everything written out in English and then underneath that they have it written in like Katakana or something like that but with this new game you know with Zelda they have it actually written out like in the you know Zelda no Densetsu you know the Zelda yeah. Katakana and it's very reminiscent of the old 
style. The original Zelda, yeah, exactly. Even, I noticed that, yeah. Yeah, even if you're on the video, you can actually, this is the copy of um, oh, nice. uh, Link's Awakening on Game Boy Color, and it's they, they use, like, this Zelda theme here, like this, which I thought, it's, it's kind of cool, and I mean, it's it's really, you know... See, it's more, that's, that, that's actually slightly diff- different. The the original, original, original right. Zelda, and, and, like, Famicom Zelda is slightly different, and it is exactly like that in Breath yeah. of the Wild. Right. So it's pretty cool. Exactly. Pretty cool throwback. Yeah. But, anyway, I guess moving on here, too, so... Uh, yeah, Yokai Watch 2. This is something we it's kind of been a known quantity for a very long time. Get it, get it, <laughs> and uh, Yokai Watch 2 is coming out in North America on September 30th. I thought you, I saw Europe will be much later because we've only just got uh, Yokai Watch 1. Right. Uh, do you remember what those the subtitles were? It was for, like uh, bony fleshy, fleshy wait, is it bony souls or fleshy souls and Yeah, it was crazy. And is this the one that was dog and cat in Japanese? Yeah, oh White dog, dog. I think yeah. That's Busters. I think that's Busters. Oh, that's Busters, is it? Uh, I forgot. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's been so many yokai watches since then. It's yeah, just hard to keep They come out like every three months here. Right. And then, you know, here, number three is coming out just next month, I believe. And it's what? The setting in America, and it's like America. sushi, tempura, odd names for. Why didn't they just call it, like, you know, cheeseburger and pizza? <laughs> it seems like it'd make more sense, but then again... Uh, at, least, at least it's not rice and bread. <laughs> yeah. I think Yokai Watch 2 was Ganso and Honke. There you oh, go. Ganso and Honke, yeah. And then they had Shinuchi, was like the third version that they had come out later on. <laughs> yeah. Yokai Watch 2.3. Yeah, why should I know that? You should never know that. Forget that, please. Yeah. I wish I could. <laughs> yeah, I guess moving on from there. Actually, kind of in a surprise announcement, they... Um, in in a way, just kind of said like, "Hey, Rhythm Heaven Megamix, it's out right now. Check it out." So and that would be Rhythm Heaven. I'm sorry, Rhythm Tengoku, the best plus, which came out here last summer, and it's just available in North America right now. Coming to Europe soonish, I believe. No, I think it was like October. Oh, really? Yeah, October, and uh, and North America gets digital only, but Europe is uh, getting physical and digital versions. Okay. Uh, way way later, yeah. Yeah, fantastic game. I mean, if you guys haven't checked it out, yeah, if it, it's, it's coming to where your neck of the woods, definitely pick it up. It's great. Probably, yeah, one of the best versions of Rhythm Heaven that you can actually get currently for a reasonable price. Is it, like, the best, but, like, plus? Something like that, you know? <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a little bit more here, too. Another known quantity, Dragon Quest Seven, which we talked about on the Famicast three years ago. Uh, <laughs> check it out. <laughs> I think it was, like, wow. February 2013. Check it out. I talked about it maybe once or twice. You, so, do you have it? Oh, yeah, dude. I have the Japanese version. I bought it when it first came out. Did you? Did you? I'm not going to say it. No, of course not. I played minutes. it. I played, played it. No, 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 no. I played for, like, 30 hours. Okay, seriously. cool. But with that game, I mean... Hours, hours, right? Yes, not minutes, hours. Trust me, I know the yeah. difference. It's hard to Good. believe. But, um, well, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of depth to the game. It takes a long time to get to the job system, which I still didn't even get to. So, <laughs> well, yeah, one of these type of things. Amazing. But, it, uh, it, re- it really opens up once you're 30 hours in. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> like Final Fantasy thirteen. Right. Yeah, well, speaking man. of... Speaking of another game that really opens up once you're 30 hours in, uh, Monster Hunter Generations, a.k.a. Monster Hunter Cross, that's coming to North America July 15th. 
Um, I think there's a demo on the way or available right now. Yeah, I'm curious to see if that demo uh, it's like the end of the month. Uh, I think 30th. Ah, that, yeah, that's it. Tr- traditionally, traditionally the worst demos ever for Monster Hunter, right? Yeah. Like that, that should make you physically, you know, hate the game, you know. But what I I remember, you know, playing this at TGS. What I liked about it is it it, it seemed a little bit more accessible than previous Monster Hunters, just in terms of gameplay. It was easier to control. It, it seemed just a lot more fun. Yeah, <laughs> they they made a lot of like like kind of cool flashy moves that anyone could do at the drop of a hat instead of having to be a master of everything. Right. It doesn't seem as yeah. When when you say you know the the easiest to control Monster Hunter, I just you know tallest midget. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Well, well done, but you know. Yeah. Like, when I used to play the PSP one, I did develop, like, the Monster Hunter claw, where my hands yeah. were, like, twisted into these, like, must hit all of the buttons with my fingers at the same time. Right. Right. Well done. Oh, man, I just had a Halo flashback there. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to think of any games that I've played where I've had to use a claw-type configuration. Can't really... Phantom. Phantom Breaker, not Phantom Breaker, uh, Phantom Crash on the original Xbox. Oh boy, that was a that was a weird one. Or an even better one, Phantom or uh, Phantom of the Opera. No, <laughs> Shadows of the Empire. <laughs> um, similarly related game related titles there. Uh, what about when... um, what about the Kidicarus 3DS? Oh yeah. God, I I forgot I still even own that. God, that game hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I own that as well. Let's never, never speak of it. Yeah. yeah, man, it gives me tendonitis just fucking thinking about it. <laughs> and uh, Box Box Boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you, yeah can, you, can, you, can you see what I did? I highlighted it there in blue. Fake, fake, fake or real? <laughs> it's it's actually got if you now now you've seen it. It's got Xbox in the middle of it. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, I'm sold. USA, USA. <laughs> Which is weird. Why? Because it. Oh man, I, I own the game. I played it. I completed it, but I can't remember what it's called. Is it Mo Mo Mohitotsu? Mohito Hako Box Boy. Yeah, Hako. Like one more box. Yeah. So they've just literally gone. Instead of one more box, it's just box box. It is literally one more box, but they took it a little bit. Too literally there. Yeah, it'd be interesting if the European one actually goes more Japanese on it. Like, oh, if they call just, it one more box. Yeah. I'm just waiting for that to happen because you know the Europeans will do that. Shibata will be like, no, 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 yeah. no, no, we're not going to do this. That's stupid. Let's do it. Shibata, Shibata personally localizes all games into European language, <laughs> into all European languages, Rip which is quite deep. hard because he's only just started learning French. So uh, <laughs> anyway, good luck to him. Yep. So that comes out thirtieth. Oh yeah, end of this month. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. You go back and listen to my um, rumblings of uh, Box Boy Two. I mean, right. yeah, it's 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 a good game, but it's it's kind of like Box Boy Plus. Right. Uh, it's not really a whole new game. So it is. It isn't. It is and it isn't. <laughs> yeah. And what Famicast would be complete without Cyrus giving us some kind of a breakdown of the latest and greatest from the world of Pokemon? Oh uh, God, that would be a terrible Famicast if that didn't happen. Yeah. So Cyrus, I mean, you know, with the Sun and Moon stuff, is there anything exciting that you thought was is worthwhile to share with the fans? I think the fact that the Pokemon have shadows now was worth <laughs> donating a, or worth dedicating a large portion of their stream to explaining. We've covered it. We've covered it. Move on. Yeah. I also like how during the, the stream, 
the the lady was like, for those of you just joining us, Pokemon is a game where you have to explore the world and battle others. <laughs> and it's like, yes, thank you for explaining to the people oh. watching this Nintendo live stream what a Pokemon game is. Yeah. What the fuck is a video game? <laughs> at 2, at 2 a.m., yeah. <laughs> so, uh... I'm not amused by the Pokemon Sun and Moon section of the the treehouse. So, is there anything new in Sun and Moon apart from you know, if you're Japanese, you can go to Hawaii and learn English poorly? (laughs) Like it literally just looks like the same incremental Pokemon in like improvements. There's, you know, it's just a Pokemon game plus one, like they always do. There's nothing to it. But people have got slightly different skin color. Yeah, so you can. One thing that was was vaguely interesting is that they uh so in Pokemon what was it XY it was set in France and yeah. you could love well, like the big Japanese impression of France is like fashion capital of the universe. Right. So for that game you were allowed to customize your trainer with different clothes for the first time. So for Hawaii it's what the shopping experience. So for Hawaii I guess people are tanned, but um. <laughs> that was perfect. Uh, I think it's actually their were... it's actually their race, Cyrus. They're not actually tanned. <laughs> <laughs> I had a discussion with my student here today. I'm not getting into it again. But but in uh, so they they said a while back that they were not going to put trainer customization into any future games because hmm. that was X Y's thing that they're not going to do it, and uh, which is bonkers. But they but looking at the video they showed they they showed a bunch of player characters were like fighting each other and they had different clothes on and one of the the announcers kind of was like hey i noticed that the characters have different clothes on are we allowed to talk about that and they she got no response so <laughs> so <laughs> i are you enough. are you just generic boy and generic girl and generic then... boy and generic girl but you can choose your skin tone at the start of the game Okay, so you're not a generic Japanese boy, you're just a boy. Just a boy, and then you can be like pale, you know, the spectrum, Splatoon spectrum of skin colors. Okay. And uh, but yeah, (laughs) literally nothing new, really. There's really there's not there's there's a weasel that looks like Donald Trump. That's pretty cool. But um, (laughs) (laughs) but really this this they had this new like new battle mode where it's a a four-player free-for-all where you each like choose your attacks and you can choose which of the four players you're going to attack but there's no communication so it's like you kind of have to you, so one you, person could die immediately yes everyone could target one guy and immediately destroy him but, <laughs> and this mode is like hey this is kind of a cute online mode that's fun but it's the way they line it up is you you attack and uh, and it goes through each person's attack one by one so that's it's a long fucking time to be watching these four attacks play out. So that mode is really, really long and boring. And, uh, so you can tell I'm really not impressed by this game so far. It's just yeah, I mean, more Pokemon. Yeah. I, okay. <sighs> well, in that case, in this case let's, let's go ahead and just move on. How about, how about stuff about Pokemon Go? What did you hear about that lately, Sai? So they did actually gave it a lot about this because it's coming out next month. But mm-hmm. uh, last time I talked about Pokemon Go, I was really excited. Now I think it sucks. So, <laughs> good job, 
agree. Wow. You you knocked it out of the park on that one. Great. I'm actually kind of glad to hear you say that because from what I saw, it looked like hot garbage, honestly. <laughs> I like well, that I, was pleasantly I, I, cool. Oh, it just looks like it just looks like a crappy smartphone game. <laughs> yep. Break it break it down for me. I didn't actually check any of this stuff out. Kind of on purpose, because I knew Sai would probably talk about it. <laughs> so, uh, the, the main thing, like, when they, they showed it last time, it had all these cool features, like, you can take control of the gym, and you have to defend it against other trainers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then they showed the gameplay now, and it's like, when you meet a Pokemon in the wild, you don't even battle them. You just random chance capture them with different what levels the of what? That's <laughs> yeah. stupid. Okay. And then once you have your Pokemon, you can't level them up. If you want to evolve them, you have to catch like multiple copies of that Pokemon and then fuse them <laughs> to evolve them. Oh great, just like the original games. Exactly. It's it's so it's sticking <laughs> All right, I'm all for mixing stuff up, but that sounds fucking retarded. <laughs> this is so if you've ever played a smartphone game, Japanese particularly, like any of these free to play, I play Kingdom Hearts on my phone. And this is exactly how the game works, is you collect multiple copies of a character, you fuse them together to level them up into a better version of that character. Or you can buy extra ones, maybe? Probably. They said you're going to have, like, microtransactions to buy items, like potions and better Pokeballs and whatever. But this is the English guys, right? I mean, they're they're not based in Japan, are they? Yeah, so this... other company, they make this other game. It has the same mechanics of you go around real places and capture them. And everyone who plays that seems to like it, so maybe Pokemon Go will still be good, but it sounds like trash. Like, it looks like a reskin of that game, to be honest. That's uh, all it, it, seems it, it to be. really doesn't look very... It doesn't have a Nintendo polish to it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It, it looks very janky. Oh, like Pokemon characters and... The, the, uh, the, the menu system, everything, it just doesn't look very polished. And... Uh, the other, so the other thing they showed is that little the Pokemon, like the, the clip-on Bluetooth receiver that you can get. <laughs> You can actually buy it now, right? Pre-order it Yeah, now. so you can pre-order on Amazon for $34.99. Oh, Christ. Is, yeah, I thought it was going to be like $20, but no. I thought it was going to be like 5 bucks. <laughs> so, uh, so all this thing does is like it, you attach it, and it means you can... It auto-plays the game for you. So... The way they advertise it is instead of having to, to look at your smartphone when you go out, this thing will, will play the game for you so that you can take in the scenery around you instead of looking at your phone. Why don't you, or you could just never play the game and enjoy the scenery anyway. <laughs> so, I think you need like a, a Google Glass uh, version, don't you, really? Yeah, so that would be cool. That would be fun. I'd be, I'd be happy to freak out seeing Pokemon around me everywhere and people think I'm going nuts. And to walk to school uh, or, you know, to work and wherever that way, as you do. So the thing you, has, like, you, t- you take them off and it. You take them off and you realize you've beaten a wild rat to death. He's <laughs> <laughs> <was> already dead. <laughs> so the thing has like, has, like, a light on it or it vibrates or something whenever you see a Pokemon in the game mm-hmm. and it will, like... It'll blink if you capture it, or it'll blink if you don't capture it to tell you what's happened. So you literally don't have to look at your phone. This thing, you just wear it, and it tells you what's happened in the game. Brilliant. Wow. So, again, Pokemon was just fucking trash on this uh, E3. All right, on that depressing note, let's go ahead and keep <laughs> up. Um, so, have some sad, uh, sad Pokemon music. Huh? Let's cue that right now.
So, I guess moving on, some kind of non-E3 or E3 Nintendo news kind of announcements, some stuff here. Um, oh I noticed, yeah, there's a lot of Zelda stuff in Mito. Well, maybe one Zelda thing in Mitomo, <laughs> the, yeah. the shirt or something like that. Also available on my Nintendo, you can buy his quiver with arrows. Ah, that's that's what I've been seeing lately. Okay, because I haven't logged on to um, Mitomo in a month. It's I deleted it. <laughs> no, no, seriously, I don't. Oh, I, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm questioning why I still have it on my phone. Even my girlfriend <laughs> deleted it. Hmm. Well, yeah. Well, okay. Me, Tomo. Who cares? And, <laughs> yeah, there's a new 3DS theme. Da da da. Yeah. Oh God, I forgot about these. Uh, new range of Super Mario amiibos. The Super Mario series. Uh, Waluigi. A new Rosalina because we need one of those, right? Um, Daisy. Daisy. Wario. Jay-Z. Did you say Jay-Z? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, okay. the way you said Daisy sounded like it. Um, boo, I think? Yeah, boo. Yeah. And side note, cool thing about the boo, it glows in the dark. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Insta-buy. Actually, you know, speaking of Amiibo, if I may, uh, today my wife said, hey, Danny, I, you know, I have a present for you. And I was like, what, really? And James, similar to you. Oh, right. Similar to, my, similar to my five-year-old son, yes? Yes. My wife bought me the Chibi Robo Amiibo, which oh, I had been kind of wanting. And I don't have the game. She said she got it for really cheap, so I was like, oh, yeah, sure, cool. Whatever. Oh, my oh, gosh. I love the Chibi Robo. Yeah, I mean, it's I've a cool... Ne- I've never played any of the games, but I love Chibi Robo. <laughs> yeah, it's a, cool, it's a cool little Amiibo. Anyway. You should give it to Ty. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> Next to my Killer Instinct figures. Don't, uh, Danny. Don't plug it in. That 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 plug is not a real plug. Okay. I'm gonna do it. You can't stop me. <laughs> I do what I want. <laughs> um. So yeah. Any, Cyrus, well, the, so the Mario Party. It's it's for Mario Party, isn't it? So yeah. are these are these tied with the 3DS Mario Party? Cyrus. I know they they work in the old the other the previous Mario Party, the one on the Wii U. That, yeah, they they unlocked they boards. They leaked a while back where they unlocked new boards for the game, so new boards to play around on, like the Rosalina themed one, the Donkey Kong themed one. Are they updating the Wii U version? Well, these? I think they were already in the game because they released some promo shots like last year, and they had uh, it was like they leaked the Rosalina and Donkey Kong and Mario uh, Wario Amiibo because they were they showed what they unlocked on the back of this picture. Huh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that was that was one of the big gossips. So people have been wondering where this Rosalina is for so long. What well, what is this about the Mario Party for 3DS? Uh, the box looks like SpaghettiOs. What is that? So in America, <laughs> you can buy SpaghettiOs, like whatever, and they're all themed. You get Scooby Doo SpaghettiOs, whatever. So the Mario SpaghettiOs, the box art is uh, is literally the same box art that this new 3DS game has. So they took the art that they made for the SpaghettiOs game, put it on the 3DS box, and covered Mario's hand with uh, with the dice. Oh, they're going to say meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so is this like a spaghetti and tomato sauce kind of thing? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's just a can of spaghetti, like instant spaghetti. It's delicious. Uh, I used to have, like, cheap, not even the name brand version. We had, like, the cheap version from, like, the German supermarket, Aldi's. And uh, you can get it for, like, I don't know, 15 cents a can, and I used to eat those all the time. <laughs> oh my god, I'm looking at this now. You know what this means? Undertale confirmed. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> I am very confused. Mountain Dew and Doritos, oh. that's all that matters. Oh, uh, spaghetti is a recurring theme in Undertale. Uh, oh, okay. It's happening. Actually, Please that didn't... That didn't uh, I don't think that did get uh, announced at E3, right? I was, we were kind of no, expecting I, that. It did not, because that uh, was the thing I was looking for. The, there was um, the Stardew Valley that was announced for Wii U, Axiom Verge, um, and I'm forgetting something else, something else kind of indie, exciting, related Wii U, but Shante? not... The, Hatching Hero? Yeah. Well, new trailer. For for what? Hatching Hero? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but unfortunately not uh, that one. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. So, so Cyrus, this, these new Amiibos, they're going to work with the 3DS one and the... the they're going to be, whatever, patched into the Wii U one, I guess. They haven't announced if they're working with the 3DS. They obviously will, but they haven't announced them. But okay. um, they, uh, they haven't even... Technically, I don't think they even actually announced these new Amiibo. The people who were just like, the website just updated e3.nintendo.amiibo or whatever. And uh, and people like, hey, look what was just posted on this website. And there was no official word about them. People have been wanting a freaking Waluigi Amiibo for, for ages. So yeah. there you go. Well done, everyone. You got what you wanted. Right. You monsters. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, I would be shocked to see this not have some sort of functionality on the on the 3DS. Okay. So Half Genie Hero looks good? Yeah, this this new trailer is just like... Yo! It looks I'm, super I'm fun. Not a big, it does look super fun. Like, uh, I, have, I have issues with some of the animation in the game, but this game looks friggin' gorgeous at the moment. So. Is, it, is it 3D-ish? No, it's just fully 2D. It's all Flash animated. It's like tweens okay. and, you know, that weird smooth animation that Flash gives. Wow. Right. Cool. But, um, but yeah, still fully 2D. It had one boss fight that, um, it's like the stage is a rotating cylinder. So you're like, it's like an infinite track. You can run the whole way around right. the track, but you stay 2D and the boss stays 2D. It's just the <laughs> ground rotating underneath you. Yeah, Kirby's Adventure had that kind of effect. Yeah, so, um, Sonic Rush has it. Dynamite Heady had it back in the Mega Drive. So, is this a Wii U thing, or is it only is it on 3DS as well? It's or? on everything. It's like it's on everything. I kickstarted this game, and I'm getting the Xbox One version. So yeah. there's that. I think I have it on Steam. I'm getting it. I've kickstarted it too. But of course you did. So, <laughs> I am looking for a good game. For eight thousand yeah, dollars. This was like the second game I ever put in money for Kickstarter, I think. Oh, actually, uh, um, uh, related to that, talking about uh, Kickstarter games, Ukulele showed up. Yo. Um, I think we have a, a TYP did an, a video interview with the uh, the, the devs. Uh, actually, the the composer, right? The oh my god, blanking on his name. Was it uh, David Wise? Could be David Wise. Um, yeah, uh, TYP interviewed him and uh, one of the devs. Um, you know, like ex Banjo Kazooie, you know, Donkey Kong type guys. So yeah, check that out on the site. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I guess. yeah, ukulele, and also the ukulele trailer came before E3. I think maybe between this episode and the, the previous episode, it, oh, yeah. there was a trailer. Right. Uh, it looks really nice. Looks really good. So, and that's that's also next year, isn't it? 2017, early-ish. Right. That's coming out on everything too, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, people are speculating whether 
the Wii, the Wii U version will stay as a Wii U one or get pushed to NX or maybe <laughs> both or something. I don't know. Right. right Hopefully right. both. Yeah. So, so what what is all, Danny? What is all this bullshit about platinum points? I don't know. Cause I, okay, so <laughs> Sai, maybe you put this on here, buddy. I, I I'm not sure. Cyrus Oops, is dead. Cyrus is dead. Okay. Well, um, I, I think this is maybe taken from the site. Uh, I think we had this on the site, uh, NintendoWorldReport.com. Um, if you go to the E3 Nintendo's E3 website, it looks like there's some hidden icons to get bonus platinum points. I'm just reading right. this from the agenda, by the way. Um, if you click on the main page, that if you click on the Sheikah tablet, uh, squeezed in between tweets on the right. If you yeah. go to the Zelda section, there's a Sheikah eye down near the Twitter Instagram icon. If you go to the video one, there's a there's a Breath of the Wild trailer, and you find the Z icon below to the left of the video player. So I guess these are just hidden, and you it's, just click them, and you get points. Right, and it's as as far as I can tell because I tried doing it because I can see these little things when I went to the website, obviously, and I was logged into my Japanese account, and every time I clicked on it, it said, "Oh, you've already got this," and I totally didn't. So it doesn't work. <laughs> If you don't have Is it, it region locked, region locked platinum points. Yeah, I mean they're just not oh, missions. Man. I mean, because if you think about it, with the Japanese, it's like, hey, go do this thing on this English website that you can't read. <laughs> I mean, uh, it would kind of be like reverse if it was something in Japan and be like, hey, asshole, go over to the Japanese website and figure this shit out. So, right. yeah, it makes sense, but you know, whatever. Okay, so. This is the last bit of uh, Nintendo news before we move on to non. No, we've still got more Nintendo news, haven't we? Sorry very, about that. Yeah, very few little things to your left. Uh, let's okay. Let's just wrap up these. Uh, so other stuff that happened, you know, around E3, not not specifically at E3, but uh, Famitsu reviewed a couple of games on Wii U. The Mario and Sonic game got a 30 out of 40, and also so did Mighty Number no. Nine. Oh my God. Yep. It exists. They finished their game? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Famitsu wow. gave it a 30 out of 40, so it's equally as good as Mario and Sonic. <laughs> yeah. I wish I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> and um, also, uh, Danny, did you add this about yes, Amazon? So Amazon? Amazon Japan, they have like a special sale right now for Zelda and Pokemon series games. It runs from June 13th to June 19th. And uh, it's like 40%, 45% off of like Wind Waker HD, Twilight Princess HD, Majora's Mask 3D, <laughs> Link Between Worlds, Triforce Heroes, Pokemon X and Y, and there's all for like digital versions. If you're living in Japan or want Japanese versions on your Japanese systems. What? Yeah, yeah Amazon yeah. ships overseas now, so... And they even ship digital codes to your email inbox. <laughs> wow. That's pretty sick. Too bad these systems well, are region locked as hell. Yeah, I know we have a few listeners who have Japanese systems, so right. yeah, that so would is, be. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> that, 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 yeah, so that pretty much does it for all the Nintendo-related stuff. Oh, Danny, does it? Does, does it? it? Does it? We've got a little mini uh, Splatoon section. Are you ready? Oh boy. Okay. Here we go. Okay, Squid fans, here we go. Cue the music. Uh, so yeah, a couple of uh, interesting Splatoon tidbits. Uh, there's a Splatoon contest, uh, like a, um, a tournament happening in Makahari, which is actually near uh, where I live, Makahari Messe, you know, where the you Tokyo Game Show is. Uh, so the world, the, the hobby fair, as it's called, and they're going to have a tournament, I believe it's for like elementary school kids, but you going? You know, maybe, 
You want? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Save me money. <laughs> but yeah, it should be interesting. Yeah, there's gonna, you know, it's gonna be a big tournament. Lots of people watching, live streamed prizes. Should be cool. Uh, but it's pretty cool how it's become like a big part of, uh, of you know, the the culture in Japan and uh, you know the hobby fair. It's not it's not technically a games fair, but you know the fact that they're having this and they've got like a special setup. Uh, you know they've they've decided you know the 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 weapons and the I think you can choose any weapon, but like the the clothes, the gear is already set. You know to to keep it all balanced and everything. Okay, that should be interesting. Uh, next, the next Japanese Splatfest is a, is a chocolate-themed one. Um, oh boy. So Meiji, which is a Japanese chocolate maker, uh, make these things called Kinokono Yama, like um, yeah. uh, mountain mushrooms, <laughs> which yeah. sounds really dodgy when you say it like that. Hey man, what's the mountain mushrooms? Like, <laughs> but they're just like uh, little kind of biscuits with you know chocolate on top, right. or whatever. Uh, another one is a uh, takinoko, uh, no something. I forgot what it's called. Yeah, basically um, one. Yeah, one looks like a little mushroom, and the other one looks kind of like a little triangle. Well, it's a ba- it's a bamboo shoot, but uh, you. Okay. if you don't know what that is, it's basically like I don't know, a triangle yeah. <laughs> or a pyramid. And, and I guess the what it's like one's kind of like more crackery, and another's more like a cookie or a biscuit. Right. <laughs> if exactly. you will. Yes. Uh, Both very yeah, good. I actually totally, I totally missed this at Splatfest. There was a, there was a travel-themed one, like Travel the World or Go Into Space, and I totally missed it. Like, I didn't even see it advertised. <laughs> so, uh, um, that was, that was like, you know, last week. So it's, it's yeah. gone and done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Japan. Yeah, it's another third-party sponsored, you know, Splatfest which seems to happen most frequently in Japan for some reason. Ah, the way it is. The way it is, exactly. Okay, yeah, and uh, that's it. We still don't know anything about, uh, you know, the Octolings coming to Splatoon. Uh, for some reason, I thought they might announce that at E3, but, you know, that's crazy crazy talk. Why would you talk about, you know, other games at E3? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess, like, the Octolings is a is a free giant feature they can add to Splatoon 2. Yeah, like it's, uh, but it's it's in Splatoon, though. It's like... <laughs> well, I think it's just a, like, you know, in Street Fighter, you can swap the models of any character with another character. It's just like the way the game is rigged up. That you uh, do you just, think, yeah, it shouldn't actually be playable, right? Yeah, because yeah, like, the, the, the Octoling's heads don't work with any of the, the costumes. Like, oh, you right. can, They've got the huge right. fat tentacles, so I think it's just a, a matter of the, the engine is hooked up that they work the same. They just attach an AI to your character model. Yeah, you could be right. Um, oh yeah, I think uh, that's all the Splatoon news I got. I don't, I don't really have any uh, Mario Maker news. Right, I mean, but, the um, the, yeah, <laughs> there was actually. Um, do you, do you know Tower Records? Has anyone ever been to Tower Records before in Japan? Yeah. Eight years ago, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, people buy physical CDs in Japan. They love it. Yeah. What the hell uh, is a CD? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the Splatoon, or Nintendo, is uh, partnered with Tower Records. And is going to have a 2016 summer sale, which is from the 20- 24th of June to 24th of July. So it's a whole month. 
And you can get uh, Splatoon t-shirts, a tote bag, posters, stickers, cups, and uh, what else is there? Yeah, lots of cool things. Cool. Uh, posters. Condoms. Yeah. But <laughs> um, basically, yeah, and there's also a, like a, a scratch card where you can win stuff as well. But these are all things to buy, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Kurabo Goods. Collaboration yeah. goods with Tower Records. So yeah, swing by Tower Records if you want to pick up some uh, cool Splatoon merch. I know. Um, so you know the way Seven Eleven they run those like uh, the, the kind of draw games periodically, where like right. a certain franchise will have like a, a bunch of cool team goods, and then you you buy a lottery ticket, and it gives you a random prize. Right. Like you're always guaranteed to win something. You just don't know if it's going to be cool or like a tea coaster. So uh, I think Splatoon is uh, is gonna be the campaign for like July. So it'll all be Splatoon goods. You can buy a Splatoon ticket and win some stuff. There is something very summery about Splatoon, isn't there? Like it, it fits very well with you know I don't know ice cream flavors or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. You know, expect to see lots of things like that around Japan, I would guess. Okay, yeah. So there, there you go. Stay fresh or whatever. <laughs> That's right. the end. Well, we'll go ahead and move on to a little bit of non-Nintendo stuff here to clear out the episode. So, um, obviously, E3 is not all about Nintendo, especially what? this year. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of different things that you know kind of went down. And, you know, how about we just maybe talk about one particular game each something that really kind of tickled our fancy or something that you guys really dug. And uh, Ty, how about we start with you, man? Like, what's one game that you saw, non-Nintendo, which I'm pretty sure for you was probably more than one? <laughs> At least one oh, of these yeah, games. There's, there, there's like three. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one I was I was hoping for and got was uh, State of Decay 2. Mm-hmm. Now, they only showed this as, like, a, you know, like, a CG trailer, like a lot of other games. But I'm definitely looking forward to this game. You know, I've talked about it multiple times on the podcast. Right. Being it, is, is this the broken game? Yeah, it's buggy as fuck, but... That's really it was, the design, it was cool. It, to me, man. It, it's kind of charming, and the design is really good, so that's why I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it's, like, a zombie survival uh, management game that plays, like, GTA. Right. Right. Oh, I remember State of Decay, yeah. Yeah. I always put in, like, a couple hours in this game every month because they have these monthly challenges. You get achievements? And Yeah. Of course. And, uh, <laughs> right. And a thing about this game is they were going to have multiplayer co-op, but, you know, that got cut because, I, I guess, time or budget or whatever. But, you know, there's a lot of... A lot of, lot of uh, I want to say, like, uh, footprints in the game. Like, you can see what you're, they were going for. Like, there's all these built-in emos and things that, that were obviously for multiplayer, but they didn't have it. But the uh, the CG trailer seemed to imply that it's going to be very co-op. And, you know, as far as I know, it's a successful game. So hopefully Microsoft gave them a, a blank check to make whatever they wanted, so I'm really looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. Right on. Right on. Yeah. Besides that, it's uh, more Quake and more uh, <laughs> Gran Turismo 
Yeah. Enough said. Sure. All right. Well, I'll, I'll go ahead and go next. Um, one thing that I might, maybe the thing outside of Nintendo stuff that I really enjoyed, at least watching a little bit of, is uh, probably Battle Battlefield One. Um, I just think the idea is really fresh. I mean, this isn't something. This is something we kind of knew about beforehand, but just kind of seeing a little bit more about it was interesting to me. Um, I, I really like the World War One setting. This is something that I can't really think that's been done in a like a first-person shooter before. So I think that's just a really <laughs> interesting place to take it. As opposed the to, trench warfare isn't super good for a first-person shooter. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, but yo, did you ever play Red Baron? No, I did not. You should look into that. That is a super fun fucking game, and. Uh, you know, it's a it's a DOS game, but oh god, <laughs> I know, I remember. It. Yeah, it was like uh, Sierra Sierra Online published that game, and I they gave it away it for free at one Sierra point. That did that. Hmm. And they were working on a Nintendo sixty four port that got Whoa. canceled at some point. Mm-hmm. But I think that would have been a really fun like split screen game. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you if you feel so inclined, check out Red Baron. And uh, I had flashbacks to that game when I saw some of the gameplay for uh, this Battlefield. Hmm. Well, you know, another thing that... I'll just touch on this here briefly, but another thing that this, in a way, reminds me of, it's not really related just for the fact that it was kind of unique. There was a mod for Counter-Strike back in the day, a Revolutionary War mod, where you had, like, muzzle-loading guns and bayonets at the end of them and stuff. A mod for a mod? Yes, it was actually really fantastic. If you had a really good team of people playing, there's even like commands you can give with the keys, like you know, make ready, fire. And if you're actually doing it at the same time, you could cause a lot of damage. But nobody ever did that. But anyways, <laughs> Americans don't work together. They do not. It's yeah. That, <laughs> that was like, my, a... like on my friends list in Overwatch that doesn't play. He's from California. Mm-hmm. And he only plays Japanese servers because none of the Americans will actually cooperate at all. <laughs> That's understandable. Yeah. Well, somebody did a good troll tweet about like somebody said that there was eight million Overwatch players, and yeah, but only like you know ten of them are actually you know doing doing the objective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, Cyrus, how about you, man? What's something else that caught your eye at the show? So my top pick is. Definitely Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. That, yeah, I that one as well. That um, so I saw this like last year or whenever the last time they showed it, and I thought it was gorgeous. Like I love the design of a lot of it. It's a beautiful looking game, but this demo they showed of it, this E3, it's like it's pushing me very very close to like I want to buy a PS4 just to play this game. Mm-hmm. It looks absolutely gorgeous. The combat looks fantastic in it. Like everything is super smooth, and uh, and it's just really refreshing to see bright, colorful games every now and then when they come out. And this has that in spades. Yeah, I, I wrote down here that it kind of out Zelda Zelda before we'd even see, seen it because um, yeah, there are a lot of similarities, <laughs> and and also it's ironic that this does have a female lead <laughs> with a bow, and you're riding on you know like a horse, even though it's a robot horse. Yeah. Um, actually, we forgot to mention that about Zelda. You do actually ha- you actually hunt stuff now. You can actually right, right, you know, shoot right. deer and boars or something. I don't know. Yeah, there's probably other stuff later on. Too. Um, so yeah, in this one, there was, there was this amazing like in in Horizon Zero Dawn, there was like she was like um, pinning down this huge monster with like these kind of grappled things. Right. And, you know, That's super cool. 
it's it's really good. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks amazing. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, very Zelda esque, but you know, like a totally different, you know, uh, aesthetic and you know, world to it. Oh, yeah. It's very cool. Yeah, I thought so too. I mean, Jesus Christ, I watch all the press conferences, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> well done? <laughs> question mark. <laughs> yeah. What am I doing with my life? Question mark. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, this this is the thing that really stood with me too. Really cool looking. Yeah, I, I also uh, chose the Resident Evil Seven mm-hmm. uh, Biohazard uh, because only because of the localization point of it being Biohazard colon Resident Evil Seven. Uh, sorry, Biohazard Seven colon Resident Evil in mm-hmm. Japanese. Mm-hmm. So wow. finally, Japanese people will find out what Biohazard is called outside of Japan. Yeah, or the and also about, about those titles. One thing that I absolutely adored about it was that, like, it's Resident Evil, and then the seven is hidden in like evil, the one. Even, even more, even more crazy than that. Um, this is actually based on the kitchen demo that Capcom did, like last E3. Right. And people have looked back at the kitchen logo, and realized that kitchen had a seven hidden in it. Yeah. Oh, like, we well, were actually playing Resident Evil 7 without knowing it. Amazing. I was going to say, wow. if you look at the Resident Evil 6 logo, there's a very weird thing <laughs> hiding in there. I won't even say what it is. It's not appropriate for young ears. Ty probably knows. What, the giraffe? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> the giraffe. Jerry the giraffe. You stick Toys R Us. You know, Hell yeah. On spring break. Yeah, and also Resident Evil 7 is going to be a VR game. Right. If you want it to be. Right. <laughs> And yeah, I thought that was kind of that was kind of neat too. They're like, you know, hey, if you want to start out with VR, you can. If you get tired of it, you say fuck it, you can throw it out the gar. Well, okay, that'd be a very expensive. <laughs> yeah, I would do that. <laughs> Play it on your TV. Yeah, so I mean, it's great. So you can just switch whenever you want. I think that's a really good feature. As also, they weren't anymore. shitting around when they said, you know, they're going back to the horror roots. I mean, fucking hell, it's it's scarier than Resident Evil's ever been. I didn't, Resident Evil was never this scary. <laughs> yeah, there's apparently the demos out on PS4 now. Yeah, 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 And I, like, when yeah. I'm watching the video, I was like, okay, this is like, it looks like whatever, uh, PT that cancelled fucking right. PlayStation game. And uh, then at the end, when the Resident Evil logo came up, like, it's the only thing that ever in the conference made me go, holy shit, when the title popped up. And right. I'm like, this is the direction they're going, Resident Evil? This yeah. is kind of amazing. I, I was pretty shocked, too, because, I mean, I, I think I saw before, because I, I couldn't watch the, the presentation live for that work, <laughs> you know, but I saw it later that night. I remember seeing something that Resident Evil 7 got announced, but I, when I was watching the the, uh, the press conference, I was like, what the hell is this? And I was like, oh, that's that's what they did there. Okay, cool. So Is it is it is the VR mode exclusive to Sony, the Sony VR, or oh, is it going to come to other stuff later, or? It, it probably be, will later, right? Yeah, it might be coming to other stuff later. It's uh, probably I, like a timed exclusive for Sony, right? Right. And it'll come to the other stuff later. But also, you know, a lot of these games, I mean, we're not going to go through all, all of them, but, you know, these kind of late 2016, early 2017 games, you know, it's it, it's kind of reminding me of what happened with the Wii U. Hmm. Like, you know, what was it? Um, the Mass Effect. You know, Mass oh. Effect 3 came out you know, as the Wii U was released, or but like just before, so it was kind of like it was too late. So oh. like, you know, Wii U got the third one, and then the other systems got like the trilogy the next oh, month or something. A week like later, yeah, exactly. It, it was just ridiculous, and 
I'm kind of like, oh shit, you know, the same thing is going to happen again, you know. Are, are we going to miss? Are these all these games going to miss NX? Uh, is the same thing going to happen again? I don't know. Yeah. I hope I not. Guess, I guess it depends on when they release it, but that's yeah, we won't get into that really right yeah. now. Um, something to something to think about anyway. For sure. Maybe Reggie should uh, get on those uh, deals with uh, third parties. Yeah. In America, the, the Western third parties. Right. He's totally not going to do that. Of course not. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I mean, I'd love to keep on going on about this stuff, but it is getting a little bit late here. Yeah. So I'll tell you what, let's just go ahead and give out our Twitter handles, and we're just going to go ahead and call it a night. I think a lot of us here are kind of sleepy. Um, if, if anything, I'm speaking for myself. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm, with you. I'm with you. I got I got a few uh, Famicast tweets to just quickly read out. Okay. Um, and if you want to email us, at fam- email us. you can email us at, uh, God, Famicast at NintendoWorldReport.com, or hit us up on Twitter at the Famicast. So, James, what do you got, man? Um... Russ Greeno, he said he's trying out UFC free on EA Access. Does anyone know what that is? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Ultimate Fighting Championship. That's a game where you mount dudes and then punch them until candy comes out. <laughs> he says uh, it's a bit pants. It's a bit pants, but if he wanted to see semi-naked men roll on the floor, he'd watch the live recording of the Famicast. So, yeah, thanks for watching, Russ. Hey. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I reviewed one of those UFC games a long time ago back on GameCube. Wow. But yeah, right now EA Access, so you can play like a dozen games for free for like a week or two. Right. And I've been doing that. I played some uh, Madden, Need for Speed, and I was downloading Madden, uh, Garden Warfare. Madden. I'll let you know how that goes later. Let us know how Madden is. <laughs> um, yeah, and there's all the sports games too. There's you got Madden, NBA, and whatever. <laughs> I might play those. Yeah, you probably shouldn't. It's okay. Next up, uh, we've got a new follower. Uh, the only reason I'm mentioning it is is because it's Nolan Bushnell, like yeah. the yeah. Nolan Bushnell. You mean Nolan Bushnell? Yeah, that guy. He started following the Famicast, not me, like the Famicast, the hey. the, 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 the 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 podcast. You know, coincidentally, like I think a week before he started following me. So. Okay, forget about wow. it. Not important. Fake. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> oh yeah, I finally tr- I finally tried out my Kirby Amiibo in Mario Maker, and guess what? The brand new Kirby Amiibo unlocks. The old Kirby. It's no different. Boom, I, think, I think Cyrus even called it. Uh, what else have we got here? Oh, uh, Paul Derbyshire uh, tweeted out a nice picture of the um, the the for whom the frog tolls. Do you remember mm-hmm. we talked about that last episode? Right. Um, he tweeted out a beautiful picture of uh, the actual the original box and the cartridge and everything. And yeah, it's fantastic. Um, uh, check out the Famicast. Uh, Twitter if you want to see a picture of that. <laughs> uh, we, we'll talk about that baby metal thing next time. So, uh, sorry. I'm waiting with bated breath. Uh, ne- yeah, you should also follow me for like some photoshops of um, a photo. Uh, there was a <laughs> there was a photo of Miyamoto, Aonuma, and Reggie uh, that went out just before the E3 presentation, and they were pointing at a, a sign which said Green Room. 
but that was just too easy to Photoshop out and put other messages in. Um, <laughs> somebody started with one that said, "What is Metroid?" Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that quickly snowballed. Um, uh, I <laughs> yes, there's lo lots of ones. Uh, follow me for for examples of that. Oh, uh, John Linderman said, "One of these things is not like the other. One of these things does not belong." I think he's uh, referring to Reggie in that photo. I thought it was Anuma, <laughs> but you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you've got Anuma, Miyamoto, and then Reggie. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's Sebastian Silveria uh, at Freestar. He says, that, "Wait, did Nintendo really name the new Box Boy Box Box Boy? Sounds like uh, Ty's fake or real game." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It seems. Oh, uh, like, yeah. Uh, Nicholas Bray is in Japan right now. He might yeah. be watching. Hi, Nick, if you're watching. Yeah, actually, well, I got to, I, I got to meet up with Nick uh, last weekend, and it was a lot of fun. We hung out in Akiba and stuff like that, and um, hoping to have some kind of a special segment uh, for the Famicast. If not this episode, probably not. Uh, <laughs> probably at the end of the next episode <laughs> for you audio listeners, and then maybe is try he to do still something. Still in town? Because I'm, I'm going to Tokyo this weekend. He is in. Oh, not in Tokyo right now. Okay. <laughs> but I'd say hit him Rest up. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's still alive in Japan. Uh, hit him up, let him know, and uh, maybe you guys can meet up. So. Yeah, he said he'd be watching if, if he's awake. Right, right. So there you go. So cool. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode, the special E3 episode. Um, as always, it's if you fine. guys have I, any... I didn't want to introduce myself. It's cool. No, it's okay. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. Keep going. I'm not done yet. Don't worry. <laughs> um, Cyrus, guys... we're not we're not doing individual twitters yet. Hold your horses. That was no. the Famicast, you know, feedback. I just want to leave. Why would you let me go to sleep? Yeah. That's true. Okay. All right, Cyrus... move on. Come on, yeah. get on with it. So, Cyrus, where can we find you at, man? Uh, you can find me at Celsi. Boring. I Next. All right, Cyrus, get the hell out of here. Ty, how about you, man? Where can we find you? Oh, uh, I'm Super Cat Drugs on Twitter. Uh, gosh, I post all sorts of weird stuff. We got SSX soundtrack. We got Real Gamers. Boring. We Come on, move it on. Chex <laughs> Quest, baby. <laughs> Rip and tear. Uh, all right, James, how about you, man? Yeah, Twitter, whatever. Okay, you can follow me at Danny Biv. So that's going to do it for this episode. Um... Let us know what you guys thought about E3, what's going on, and we will catch you next time. So, family corral. Peace. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh no, that's that's different game. In eighty. No, 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 no. No, that's different. That's a good song. Anyways.